I'm here. Only a day late. I'm so sorry. I missed the vow renewal. Come here. Why haven't you returned my calls? Nice to see you, too. I've been really busy, and you didn't say it was urgent. I figured you could tell me what it is when I saw you in person. I suppose it's all for the best, anyway. Why? What happened? Brace yourself. Tucker McCall's back in town. Hello, Nikki. Anything interesting going on in the world? My, my, Tucker McCall. You just keep popping up everywhere, don't you? <laughs> hey, sorry we didn't get a chance to have a chat at your granddaughter's event. I don't think you're the least bit sorry. You were too busy making a spectacle of yourself. Hmm. I wouldn't put it quite that way. No? How would you describe it? A spirited homecoming? <laughs> huh. Memorable one at that, huh? Oh, yes. Even when you're infuriating, you're charming. Some things never change. She probably quit while I'm ahead. Anyway, don't want to intrude. Oh, well, don't stop now. Please, join me. If you insist. How'd your pictures turn out? Excuse me? Your pictures. I saw you shooting away during the vow renewal ceremony. Oh, well, they're, they're lovely, just like the entire day. Oh, wasn't it gorgeous? Mm. So much love in the room. Even Tucker's unwelcome arrival didn't ruin that. Oh, yeah, I still can't believe it. <sighs> Why's that? What part? Well, the whole thing, him being back, you know, him, him trying to make Kyle and Summer's day all about himself, the whole vulgar and ostentatious display. Oh my gosh, I completely agree with you, completely. I mean, coming down in a helicopter, what was that about? Like Trying to be James Bond or something? I couldn't understand that. And then giving the kids a vintage Bentley as if they'd want a car like that. I just couldn't wrap my head around that. His reasoning for giving them a car, a Bentley, of all things. I couldn't figure it out. Can you? Well, hello. Hey, didn't see you there. Hmm. Then it's a good thing I saw you. Right. Let me guess, uh, triple espresso with the crema scraped off. Good memory. I imagine you need the caffeine after your big night. Congratulations again on your incredible club. Thank you. So, uh, how's work going? You're doing some financial stuff for Chancellor Winters, right? That's why you're in town? Hmm. Someone's been paying attention. <laughs> How long are you staying? I can't say for sure. As long as it takes to get the job done. And after that, 
I'll decide just how worth my while it might be to stick around. Hi. Hey, Thanks for meeting me here. Yeah. What's going on? Uh, well, before we get into the main issue, I'm curious to hear about this consultant that Jill brought in to oversee the IPO. Audra Charles. I understand that you've developed a personal relationship. A work-based friendship. Nothing beyond that. Understood. Um, I would like a more detailed understanding of who she is and what she plans to do to prep Chancellor Winters for going public. I've been working for a while to get to know her and gain her trust. That sounds promising. When she first arrived, we kept bumping into each other. Became friendly, but I realized I had to watch what I say around her because, as you would expect, she is extremely sharp. Yes, I got the same impression from her when she introduced herself to me at Crimson Lights. I hadn't realized you'd met. No, it was brief, but the lady does have ambitions. Oh, big time. So, uh, what is it like working with her? Hmm. Oh, just thorough. Knows her stuff. Always well prepared. But at the same time, when she's off the clock, she loves to have her fun. Interesting. I figure in time she'll become my best source of information to pass along to you. That's good. It'll, it'll be good that she's a known quantity instead of this particular businessman that's problematic that I know that I don't have to name. Are you referring to Tucker McCall? If anyone could throw a serious wrench into our plans, it would be him. Hey, can I steal a second? That's it. I know we're about to meet with Nate and Audra, but uh, there's something I'd like to share with you both, and I'd rather not wait. I assume this is regarding Tucker? What about him? Look, I know this might be a little bit sensitive, but we all have questions about your dad's sudden reemergence, so I did a little digging into McCall Unlimited and his recent actions, and I'm not happy about what I found. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I take it you don't buy Tucker's story that he's here to reconnect with his family. Do you? Not so much. Has he reached out to Devon yet? When I spoke with Lily at the office this morning, she said Tucker came by last night and persuaded Devon to spend some time with him. But it caught Devon totally off guard, which leads me to believe that he and Devon have not been in contact. So it's unlikely that Tucker found out about the IPO from Devon. If he even knows it all. Tucker, I know he's no longer on the board of Chancellor, but it's safest to assume that he does and be prepared for him to make moves on the company. Okay. So what's your plan? I think I need to sit down with Tucker and suss out exactly what his true intentions are. Without showing your hand? Give me a little more credit than that. I give you plenty of credit. I am in awe of your business acumen. And you have got more talent than Devon was willing to acknowledge. Which is what brought me to you. Tucker has been on a selling spree. 
He divested his company of several divisions, increasing his cash reserves. And then just randomly shows up in town right when we're about to go public. That's pretty convenient timing. Yeah, to say the least. Are you okay? Yeah, no, I, I just don't know what to think about it because there's no issues between me and Tucker. He seemed sincere when he said he just came to town to reconnect with people and me and spend time with Dominic. Well, they might not be mutually exclusive. He could be here to sniff out a business opportunity and then also connect with family. I mean, some people are better at compartmentalizing than others. Look, devil's advocate, it's conceivable that he's selling those subsidiaries for a different reason altogether. It might not have anything to do with us going public. Yeah, anything's possible, but how likely is that? I think the smart thing to do moving forward is just to keep a close eye on the men. I agree that Tucker's gift was all wrong, but it's obvious why he chose it. Oh, really? Uh, please tell me what was obvious. I'd love to get your take on this. Well, he made a point of reminding everyone that John Abbott had a Bentley. You know, clearly he was trying to score points, calling back the beloved family patriarch, trying to impress everybody with his generosity and thoughtfulness, as if that could erase the bad taste he left in everybody's mouth. Right, as if, as if. <laughs> it's still such a weird car to give two young kids, that's all. You know, they vintage Bentley. I, I know a lot of people who would kill for a car like that. Yeah, I suppose. Car like that's always been out of my league. I've never driven one, never will. Really? Oh my goodness. Well, you should ask the kids if you could just slip in and take it for a drive. I'm sure you'd love it. What is it that you're trying to say to me, Phyllis? Uh, nothing. What would I be saying to you? Ugh, the way you framed that, as if I would use my son or his wife for their car or money. Just, just what exactly are you trying to imply? Okay, I'm not trying to imply anything, Diane. I'm just making casual conversation because I promised I'd be civil to you. I, I just figured Tucker and his car would be pretty banal, you know what I mean? But you know what? Um, I'm sorry I offended you. I'm sorry I overreacted. Now, if you'll excuse me, I was just on my way out. You are lying, Diane, and we're gonna get to the bottom of this, Nikki and I. And then everything is gonna blow up in your face. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Wow. We don't hear from Tucker for years. And this is how he turns back up? He lands a helicopter on our back lawn, crashing Kyle and Summer's ceremony, and then he gives them a car. 
worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. That's outrageous. Kids were pretty put off by it. Hell, so was everyone. Well, Tucker's always had a flair for the dramatic, right? But this is over the top even for him. So how did he seem? Full of life, full of himself, blithely unaware of how this might affect anyone at a private family gathering, smiling, saying hello to everyone as if we'd all seen him yesterday, and of course mentioning that he plans to stay around for a while. Yeah, it makes sense. He probably wants to get closer to Devon now that Tucker's a grandpa now. Yeah, that would make sense, only he didn't mention Devon or Dominic. The only person he asked me about was you. Me? He was disappointed that you missed his big entrance. He wants to see you, Ash. And he seems convinced that you'll want to hear what he has to say. I take it Victor told you he paid me a visit. Oh, yes. Yes, he wanted to know what we all do, why you're back in Genoa City, and what possible reason you had to come now. I understand you weren't very forthcoming. Is that what he told you? That's a little bit disingenuous of him. Mm, well, if anybody is disingenuous, it's you. I answered all his questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wanted to meet the grandson, catch up with Devon, say your mea culpa's to Ashley. Have I left anything out? Uh, Ashley, you know what? Never mind, because I'm not that interested. I would like to share something of my own. <laughs> wow, sharing time? I like it. If you are planning on putting roots down here again, there is something you should know. When Ashland Locke betrayed our family, we dealt with him. In fact, if he had left us alone, he would probably be alive today. But he's gone due to his reckless behavior. Well, I consider myself warned. Good. Now the Newmans and the Abbots and many others have to deal with the likes of Diane Jenkins. But God willing, she will be on her way out of town soon. And your point is? There is no place in Genoa City for people who want to do harm to the respectable families. Huh. Respectable is a subjective term. Oh, I know. Diane! Come say hi. I wish you didn't have to run off so soon. It's a busy day. Lots to do. Or is it that you feel uncomfortable around me? I'm sorry about the way things fell apart for us in London. But you seem to have recovered. I'm glad. I, I meant what I said at the club opening. Your new friend seems very cute. Don't, don't, don't do that. Don't do what? You little alley. Disparage you. I'm not going to put up with it, so cut it out, OK? That wasn't my intent. Yeah, but I'm impressed with how quickly you came to her defense. Sounds like you're in love. I recognize the signs, given I was once the recipient of that love. It's one of the worst mistakes of my life. It wasn't all bad, was it? It was bad enough that it had to end. So, Audra, while you're in town, However long that may be, I'd really appreciate it if you kept your distance. Just let me enjoy the happiness I found, okay?
Um, okay. Looks like we're just waiting on Audra. Kind of surprised she didn't show up with you, Nate. You guys have been joined at the hip lately. That's a wild exaggeration. It's not my fault we keep bumping into each other. Besides, we have business to discuss. Yeah, no, I get it. But finish your thought. I'm just speaking as uh, your cousin. You could probably afford to pull back on your work hours and use that free time to try and make things right with your girlfriend again, that's all. I appreciate where you're coming from, Devon, but Elena and I will figure things out. Uh, hope I'm not late. No, you're not. You're right on time. Yes, hello. Um, okay, now that we're all here, let's get started. So, um, today we'll be reading documents that are related to the IPO, but first I want to inform you two of a new development. It's come to our attention that there is someone who is taking advantage of the stock offering with the goal of obtaining a controlling interest in Chancellor Winters. So we have to stay vigilant and just maintain confidentiality. Are we talking hypotheticals or does this someone have a name? Yes, Tucker McCall. Your father. Yeah, that's right. Tucker has been selling McCall Industries subsidiaries, not enough to raise alarm bells, but enough to be sitting on a lot of extra cash. Now, we don't know anything for sure, but we know his history in business and he is capable of anything. Yeah, exactly, which is why this is raising such a red flag for me. It's making me wonder, do we need to like pump the brakes and put this IPO on hold until we know more information? Well, I mean, I don't see a reason to pull back. We just have to safeguard ourselves. Or maybe we should zig instead of Zach. Go public sooner. Be bolder and more nimble than anyone would expect. Throw McCall off his game. That's the idea. Or anyone else that might be interested. Yeah, I mean, that could work, I guess. Audra? I'll see what I can do to accelerate our timeline. Okay. Devon, what do you think? I mean, I'm still not comfortable with the whole situation, but yeah, sure. Nate's suggestion could work. Okay, well, let's keep our eyes and ears open because we cannot let our guard down. Agreed? Constant vigilance, absolutely. What on earth are you two doing together? What, did you did you call me over to referee? Because after the stunt you pulled yesterday, I don't know, I think I'd have to give this one to Nikki. I can fight my own battles, thank you. Uh, Nikki was just sharing her thoughts about my unexpected return. And yours too. Oh? Hmm. Sit down. Yeah, what are the odds that the two of us would wind up in Genoa City at the same time? Especially since we're both back from the dead, so to speak. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, you two didn't hear that I was almost killed in a car racing accident in Europe? <laughs> I swear to God. No, I, I was. I, okay, I got a little too enamored of fast vintage cars. I entered some races, I entered a few more races, and the next thing I know, I mean, pulled from a burning car in Monte Carlo, or what was left of it. Yeah, I was lucky to survive, and I spent weeks in the hospital. It's eye-opening, isn't it, Diane? Face one's mortality. Well, Diane didn't face death. She pretended to be death. Yes, yes, yes. I faked my death. I was horrible and irredeemable and all the other nasty things you want to say about me. But that was the past. 
And thankfully, some other people have open minds and open hearts, and they're allowing me to move forward. Yes, and I commend you for that. It's, you've made a lot of inroads. Wait a minute. You've barely been back for two days. How would you know that? I can't make any sense of it. I haven't heard or spoken to Tucker since he left town, and that was years ago. And I've tried very hard not to think of him much since. And you shouldn't. I don't trust the guy. Now, the sooner if... he is out of town, the happier Jack, we will all be. why do be. you feel so strongly about this? I mean, I know that Tucker likes to play games, but he is the reason why we got control of Jabot back, and the two of you were never mortal enemies anyway. I am forever grateful that he kept his word and sold Jabot back to the family. But he put me through the ringer before that, and I suspect the only reason he went through with the deal was because of you. I know. He wanted to score points and get me to marry him. And he was never deserving of you. He treated you atrociously, and I will never forgive him for that. Yeah. I remember when he decided that he needed to do right by me, and he was very earnest and quite convincing, until he proved once again that he's not capable of being faithful. Can't imagine the humiliation I was cheated on not once, but twice by him. Once Diane, and then Harmony. And I was so furious with him. But you know what? I think I was angrier with myself for thinking that he would actually be different the second time around. What was I thinking? I worked very hard overcoming the pain and the loss of all that. And Well, whatever love I felt for Tucker McCall just kind of burned itself up, you know? I mean, there was nothing left. Which is why I told him you have absolutely no interest in seeing him. Maybe I should. Okay, well, I think that covers everything. Audra? All set on my end. Okay, perfect. Well, good meeting, everyone. Yes. Um, Nate, are you around later this afternoon? That's the plan. Although right now I do have a meeting outside the building. Oh yeah, go. Don't let me keep you. Okay. Catch up with you later. Okay. Later. Hey, I'm headed to Crimson Lights. Would you like to get some coffee with me? Uh, sure. I haven't had my caffeine quotient for the day. <sighs> well, we'll fix that. I'm just gonna drop something in my office and we can take off. All right. Bye, guys. Right, see you. Uh, thank you, by the way, for turning in that information on Tucker. I would love if you could stay on top of it and just investigate it further, see if there's any potential connection between him and the IPO. And since he has ties to the Abbots through Dominic, maybe you can hear something that way. Yeah, sure. Whatever you want. Well, I mean, if you don't want to work on this, then you don't have to. No, it's fine. I'll do it. That's different than wanting to do it. Okay, why are you not taking yes for an answer? I said I would investigate it, and I will. I will investigate it. Okay, that's not what is happening here. This is about you. Why would you agree to meet with Tucker? You don't have to put yourself through that. Thank you for being so protective of me, Jack, but I can handle him just fine. I have no doubt about that, but if he wants to get back together with you and you have zero interest, why would you even give him the privilege of seeing you? Do you really think that he came back just for me? I mean, just because he wants to rekindle a relationship with me? Because I don't. And I know for a fact that things are never that simple with Tucker McCall. He is absolutely up to something I have no doubt in my mind. We agree on that. 
I think it's very interesting that he shows up in town just a few months after Diane did. Yeah, I think there's a connection. I do. Okay, you are entitled to your venom toward Diane, but try to remember, after the two of them had their unfortunate fling, they couldn't stand each other. And his name was right alongside ours as a possible suspect in Diane's murder. You're absolutely right. However, stranger things have happened than adversaries becoming allies with the right motivation. Why are we jumping to conclusions today? No, I'm not concluding anything. I mean, I, I am looking at things from all the angles. I mean, you know, maybe I'm a little curious as to what Tucker's real agenda is, aren't you? He wants to see me, so maybe I'm the perfect person to find out exactly what it is. Clearly, you've made up your mind. I have one thing to say. Good luck. Well, I have eyes, Nikki. It's obvious Diane has made a lot of progress with the Abbots. With her son in particular. Otherwise, she wouldn't have been at the ceremony. Yes, both Kyle and Jack have been very kind. I'm even working for Marchetti, which is under the Jabot umbrella. You know, I would love to pick your brain about how you've managed to come so far. You've gotten all these people who matter to you to give you a second chance. I'm facing a similar dilemma myself. <laughs> Why would I help you with anything? We haven't spoken in years, and the last words we did exchange weren't friendly. Well, I was hoping maybe you would empathize with my situation. Oh, well, if you want empathy, hire a therapist or get a dog. I do not have time to counsel you. Any advice Diane may have would be malicious anyway. There is absolutely nothing sincere or honest about her. Although, considering how morally flexible you both are, you two might bond over all kinds of shady things. Thank you. Hello. I have another update. Oh, well, that was quick. We just finished another meeting on the IPO. Millie, Devon, and Billy are all concerned about Tucker's latest moves. He's been selling off divisions, stockpiling cash, which has everyone on high alert. So the good news is they won't see you coming. Well, the bad news is our friend is sounding more and more like a genuine threat to my plans. I suggested we go public sooner to stay one step ahead of him. So that means you need to be ready to move faster than we originally planned. Good to know. Thanks for keeping me posted. How long have you been standing there? You're at the end of your conversation. I can guess who you're talking to and what you're talking about. We can't keep doing this, Elena. Look, I already know what you're going to say. No, you don't. Can you just hear me out? Thank you for joining me. Ah, thanks for the invitation. I assume this is business related? Uh, not quite. No, I, uh, I respect Jill's recommendations, but I wanted an opportunity to get to know you a little bit better myself outside the office, just the way Nate's been able to do. I'm not sure what you mean. Oh, just what I said. You know, we're all working together on this IPO deal. 
and you've shown that you're great at what you do, but I really don't know much else about you beyond what's on your resume. I hope you don't mind me speaking freely. No, not at all. Go ahead. I get the sense that you're concerned about something, perhaps because of the dynamic I've noticed between you and your cousin. Is there a problem there? What would make you think that? I am highly skilled at reading people. And since you wanted to know more about me, you can list that as one of my strengths. It rarely fails me. At first, I believed that if I kept telling you why I thought you were wrong, that eventually you would see my point of view and that you would understand that everything that I was saying was coming from a place of love. And I hoped that that love would be enough to get you to change your mind. I do love you. But I know it's not enough. So this time, I don't want you to stop this because of me or because of us. I want you to do it for yourself. I have already pointed out how this arrangement with Victoria could hurt people, but it could also hurt you too. I'll be fine. I don't know about that. You know how they operate. Victor says it all the time, family first. And he damn well means it. No one breaks into that inner circle. Okay, but this is different. I have leverage and I trust Victoria. Yes, you're friends with Victoria. But Victoria, first and foremost, is the CEO of Newman. And right now, Victoria's goals align with yours. But if her needs change after she gets what she wants from you, she can let you go without a thought. Then where would you be after betraying Devon and Lily? Think about it, Nate. Is it really worth the potential downside? Hey, Jack. Okay, do you have a second? I compiled a list of the potential supply issues that Marchetti Home might have at your request. Looks like the log jam. Could you just send me an email? Thanks. Sure, no problem. Are you okay? Um, you need somebody to talk to? I'm that person. Seems like something's on your mind, or actually, should I say someone? Tucker? Yeah, it's Tucker. And not just because of the antics he pulled yesterday at the house. What's going on now? Ashley's back in town. And much to my dismay, she has decided to meet with him. And I think she's making a terrible mistake. Cat got your tongue, Diane? Nope. You are just trying to bait me into another argument in a public place, and I'm not going to give you the satisfaction. Nor am I going to keep defending myself to you. Oh, I think my order's here, so I'll be leaving. Well, Nikki, this has been delightful, but uh, I have to get going, too. My best to victory. Thanks for the coffee. 
Please make sure we're not interrupted. Thank you. Can we talk about this at home, Lily? We got a lot going on right now. Yeah, I know, but I don't think that anything is more important than this. I mean, we've been dancing around this for months. You don't even seem interested in your work anymore. I'm doing my job. No, I know you're doing your job, but that's not what I'm talking about. I mean, there's something fundamentally wrong here. I mean, you say that you're committed to this company and, you know, you're resolved to being my COO, but it really just seems like you're just marking time. You know, it seems like you're kind of just doing what I want you to do rather than following your own bliss. Billy, please just be honest, okay? Just tell me what's going on. I, I, I need to know. I mean, I think you're right. I'm trying to be that guy. You know, you're your right-hand man and it just doesn't seem to be working. And this is such an exciting time for this company and I'm walking around thinking, what's the point? And I see you and I see Victoria and I see Jack and you love being a CEO and you're so excited about all the victories and the big and small challenges that you get to decide upon. And, and for me, I'm just not sure if it makes any sense. You know, bigger, faster, stronger. I'm not sure if that's that's my direction that I should be following. And it's getting pretty tough to try and fit into this world and have some sense of fulfillment. It's getting hard to pretend that that's ever gonna happen. Okay. So, I mean, what? What do you think is your path, or what do you think is the right thing for you? I wish to God I knew. I understand that you would have a problem with Tucker being back in town, definitely. I mean, do you think he has some secret plot brewing? I mean, that wouldn't surprise me. No, he's up to something, all right. I can smell it from here. Huh. Well, Ashley can take care of herself, that's for sure. What exactly has you on edge? Tucker claims he wants to make amends with her. Does that scare you because you think it's the truth or you think it's a lie? Either way, it bugs the hell out of me. He thinks he can win her back by asking for forgiveness. He can't. And I hate that he's taking up any of her time. She doesn't have time for his asinine games. This is where you tell me, don't give it a second thought, Jack, that you agree with me that she would never do such a thing? Oh, no, I'm not gonna say that. That would be hypocritical of me. Because I always hang on to the hope that forgiveness is possible. Hi. Thanks for agreeing to meet me. You gonna come in? You look beautiful. You changed a bit. Um, I know this is gonna sound hollow at this point, but um, I've missed you. 
I've dreamt of this day for a long time. Please spare me the compliments and the pretty speeches. Why are you really here, Tucker? Join us again for The Young and the Restless, 